Hello and welcome to the last episode for 2019 of Nurse in Transition. I am your host, Kiana Brathwaite, and I want to say welcome. Happy New Year. Have a safe and happy New Year. Have a very Merry Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. If I'm missing any, please forgive me. Those are the big ones that I do remember. Um, I hope that you're walking into 2020 with um, optimism, hopefulness, and joy uh, that you get to spend time with family and just reveling in all of the wonderful accomplishments and challenges that you've worked through. You know, this is... um, a great time to just look back and be grateful, right? Uh, it's been it's been a hell of a year. Um, good, I hope mostly. Um, growth has occurred for you, and I just want to say, um, my husband's favorite movie, and it's actually one of mine too, is that plays around this time uh, at the end of the year. is It's a Wonderful Life, and I love it because it reminds me of the impact that one person has. Um, And we don't think that we're impacting people, but we are. So know that you're impacting people and uh, be intentional about that impact. Do you want it to be positive or negative? And what kind of ripple effects do you want your impact to have? Uh, So today's topic is ending your year on a good note, right? Um, So for me, I usually... I'm trying to think. Um, The end of my year is usually a time for celebration, a time for reflection. And I like to uh, take time to plan and prep, right? So I look at my months to come, you know, January, although it is just another month, it is the beginning of, you know, how how we begin our year. and what my expectations are. Um, and I have probably about 12 aspects of my life that I like to focus on. And I create like intentions. I used to do goals and I still do that, but I also have now moved into intentions because what I found is in each of these aspects, I like to know what's my direction. Right. So um, to name a few, like uh, one of them is community and volunteerism, philanthropy. Another one is, you know, financial family. I have one's very specific to my marriage, one very specific to my relationship with my children, uh, my parental aspect, business CEO um, and all the hats that fall underneath that Um, uh, growth and learning fun and recreation. That's something that I didn't really focus on previous years, but, uh, last year. So in 2018, that was actually something that I intentionally focused on is fun and recreation. What are my hobbies? What do I want to, um, enjoy? Like what things do I enjoy? And so, you know, those are a few of the aspects that I sat and came up with different, uh, I defined them and then I created, created intentions for them And then, you know, everybody talks about SMART goals. And if SMART goals work for you, that is awesome, right? I believe we all have to find what works for us. And I did some goal setting in 2017. And they were goals for 2018. And I, because 
because of the move from the house, again, I, I, we were forced to pick up and trash and change and store and all kinds of stuff. So there was this whole life upheaval that happened. And one of the things that the move forced me to do was look at the, um, the, um, vision boards and the goals and the lists and stuff that I had posted around the house that I hadn't really paid attention to. And looking at my 2018 goals, I realized that I accomplished, uh, I think there was about 11, 11 to 12. I accomplished all but three, two of them. I'm sorry. So 10 of the goals that I set for myself in 2017 to achieve in 2018, I actually started working on in 2018 and realized that I had achieved doing those things. They were ongoing. They weren't smart goals. They didn't have a definitive end date um, or target date. They were ongoing things. So one of them was, um, I'm just going to look it up because I have a Google Doc. Bear with me on my pause. One of them was to, oh, I hope I didn't get rid of them. Ah, okay. So one of my goals was to cultivate, this is social, cultivate personal connections and grow my entrepreneurial network. That did start in 2018 because I intentionally was like, you know what? I've only worked in healthcare most of my connections are healthcare related, which is fine, but I wanted to broaden my network. I wanted to broaden my circle of influence. And I found myself reaching out to people on LinkedIn for different reasons, um, going to networking events. And at one point I got frustrated with networking because my expectation of networking was just wrong for me. Um, I expected to get clients out of networking. When I shifted my expectation and intention with networking to actually building relationships because that fell more in line with the cultivating personal connections and growing my entrepreneurial network, when I shifted into that, I started to build these relationships and I'm enjoying the building and cultivating of those relationships. And so for me, when I redefine networking, right, to suit what what was aligned with who I am, then that's when it started to fall into place. Um, another one was to have designated couples time, right? That was one of my marital goals. And we had date nights, you know, um, at least twice a month where now, of course, I have to figure that out. We all have to, we have to figure that out because once our kids schedule changed, it kind of took the day that we used as date night, which um, was a day that my husband is off because then we had responsibilities to our kids. So we just had to kind of reset that, right? Pivot and shift gears on that one. Um, but I found myself, you know, doing that. And it was just, it was weird because I stood in front of this piece of paper that was posted on my wall, taped there um, in a place where I was supposed to look at it every day to remind me of what my goals were. And I wasn't, um, but they were written down and I was working towards those goals and didn't even realize it until I looked at that paper when we had to move. And I was like, I have to bring this paper with me because this is a reminder of the intention and the power of those intentions. And the fact that 
sometimes you don't feel like you're working towards your goal, but you actually are. So taking the end of the year, kind of, um, you know, taking the time to really look at, you know, did you, did you meet your goals that you set in the beginning of the year and recognize that you're a different person now than you were on January 1st, 2019, right? Um, you've gone through some life experiences that have altered your, your, your mindset, um, and changed your mindset and that's okay. And your goals actually should, should, um, they should change with you, right? So you're, I think goals should be dynamic. I don't think that goals should be static um, and objectives. And yes, you if you own a business or you're an employee and your income or revenue goal is $150,000 for the year 2020, that is kind of a static goal, right? But if your goal is to um, pick up a hobby right? Because you find yourself just working and being a mom and working and being a dad and just kind of falling into those roles. Um, and you're not really finding time for yourself or to find time for yourself, right? Let's go with a real simple one. Uh, This is ambiguous and overarching, but find time for yourself. And in January, finding time for yourself may mean, um, going to a cafe and just sitting by yourself there, right? And I'm just thinking because that's what it would mean for me in the beginning. Um, but then it evolves into you going for a walk every day for an hour, blocking out time to do that, or it evolves to you going to take golf lessons, right? Just because you didn't stick to going to the cafe once a week to give yourself time to yourself or, you know, doing float therapy, because that's one of the things that I do. Um, and it evolves into something else. That's you saying, I'm still meeting this goal. I'm still working towards this goal. It just has evolved or morphed into something different than January because January is in in um, the Northeast. It's cold as all get out, right? <laughs> um, but in, in April, when the flowers are blooming, the sun's coming out and the days are getting longer, you may want to be out in nature and that's okay. So I've mentioned compassion in uh, the previous episode when I was talking about resilience and that's where the compassion comes in. Right. Um, but, and, and because you're perpetually transitioned, we are always transitioning every day is change. Um, the, I was, I was listening to a book, uh, one of the 50 million that I'm reading and listening to. Um, and it was like the only constant is change. Is it a book? It may be a, a guided meditation. I've seen it so many places, but the only constant is change. Every minute is different. Every second is different. Every day is different. So to to allow yourself to evolve and morph with that difference and be flexible, again, we're talking about resilience, um, that, that is what's supposed to happen. That's where personal growth happens. Um, so yeah, kind of setting those goals, you know, having action steps and, and objectives to guide you. They're guidance systems. They're not hard and fast. You can change them. I found myself getting frustrated last year. Oh, excuse me, this year. Cause I, um, this was a business development year for me and 
business development as a, a solo business owner, entrepreneur, a lot of times means no revenue. Um, and I had these these expectations of revenue goals, but I would find myself needing to do certain things before I could even reach those goals. Right. And that was really frustrating. Um, a really good friend of mine and I were talking about how you can sometimes set a goal and think that there's maybe one or two steps. And then when you embark on achieving or meeting that goal or objective, you realize there was 15 things that you needed to do before you could even get close to reaching that goal. And you can't let those things frustrate you. You just have to go, oh, okay, letting go, accepting. Um, So in order to get closer to this goal, I have to have a CRM, right? Or in order to get closer to this goal, I have to... Um, have a better understanding of my sales process. Or in order to get closer to this goal, I have to, um, if it's, you know, I'm considering running, I'm considering it. I'm I'm not, I've not really been a runner ever. Um, I'm a stand your ground kind of girl. (laughs) But um, so I'm considering running, but before I can run, I need to consistently walk, right? And once I consistently walk, I need to, uh, for me, because um, I have some knee issues and stuff, I, I need to go back to my sports medicine doc and, and start doing acupuncture. Again. So there's things that in order for me to run or even think about running to actually be able to run, there are certain things that I need to have in place to be able to run. Um, I want to start doing crew next year. Um, but before I can even get in a crew, I need to take swimming lessons, right? Because I need to be certified and being able to swim in order to join a crew team, a rowing team. I need to build up my endurance, right? Cause right now I can, I look at these steps at, um, one of the trolley stations here and I, I don't have and puff anymore. I'm at, I've gotten better, but it's still, once I get up there, it takes me a block to like catch my breath. Um, and I need to build up my strength. So those are three things that I need to do before I can even start rowing, right? So sometimes it just means taking time to say, okay, this is my goal. Um, what things do I need to have happen before I can even start getting moving towards my goal? And giving yourself compassion and grace and space to be able to move in that direction and do those things. Um, and then figure out, you know, I am not a, um, what do they call them? New year's resolution. So I don't do new year's resolutions. Um, I, I like to have, I like to do lifestyle changes. Um, and you could call them whatever is comfortable, whatever works for you. But I, um, last year, one of the things I was looking for in October, I started looking around September, October was I knew I wanted a personal trainer and I wanted to start in January because it was cold and um, I'm not a big gym person, but when it's cold and I know I want to work out, I know I'll be, I can hold myself accountable as opposed to if I'm outside. So um, starting in October of 2018, I started looking for a personal trainer by January, I think I started um, with the personal trainer at the end of January. Then that was that was you know one of the things that I wanted to get healthier and increase endurance and all of that. Um, so I don't necessarily do um, New Year's resolutions, but if you have some that you want to start, in order to maintain those, because it's great to start, but you also have to think through how do I maintain this? Is this something that I can maintain? 
you know, um, as you finish out your year and you're moving into the new year, have a conversation with yourself about that. As my, my aunt says, put yourself in conference with yourself and um, figure out what things that you've done to maintain your success on your journeys in other places. And how can you take those things and transition them to these other things that you want to do? And how long do you want to maintain them? You know, my, personal training actually went beyond uh, the time frame that I thought because I just wanted to get a jump start with somebody who knew what they were doing and could teach me um, how to lift and um, work out without injuring myself. Uh, it went into April and I was like, all right, I'll do January and February and then March I'll start on my own. So it went beyond where I wanted to. But then after that, I wasn't necessarily motivated. I wasn't seeing any um noticeable changes aside from some internal stuff. There was no external noticeable change. So I had to reevaluate that. So just knowing kind of what your expectations are, how you can maintain it, how long you want to do it. Um, And then I like to journal, especially at the end of the year, just like a, a, just sit and just spill it all out and talk about everything that comes to mind. Some people do brain dumps. I've been doing those a lot and they've just looked like, you know, um, a subject that is on my mind. So, um, for me, there was the elimination diet and then what comes to the surface when I think of the elimination diet or, um, you know, increasing my reading as a hobby, what comes to the surface when I think of, you know, wanting to read, oh, I need a library card because I don't necessarily want to go out and just start buying books. I want to try books out and see if they're for me. So those are ways that you can prepare yourself for the new year, end your year on a, on a really good note in the fact that you're celebrating yourself because you deserve to be celebrated. You made it through another year you made it through a whole bunch of challenges. You know, you woke up every morning and did what you had to do and you went to bed at night and you woke up the next day and be thankful for those. Um, and you know, just, um, you know, what works for you. And if, if you're not sure, maybe this is the time for you to sit and figure out what works for you, right? What aligns with your, everybody says your mission and your purpose, but what, what, what feels good? You know, when you're doing this thing, what is that thing that brings you joy? Um, and do more of that, right? Or reflect on how much of that you did and how great it felt. And just really sit in your your feelings of goodness and happiness. And even even the, the ones that were, you know, struggle and strife, because we need to be thankful for those. Those help us kind of gauge when we're doing great. You know, if we don't have struggle and strife, we're just complacent. Um, so that's how you end your year on a good note. Um, gave you a couple of tools that you can use, some resources, some ways that I've used those things. And I wish you all the best in 2020. I look forward to rejoining you on February 1st um, and having some things in place where you could definitely connect with and I'm sharing information. Um, I will not be shutting down KB calls over the holidays as I thought I would be. There's some things that, uh, some projects that have come about that I'm going to keep working. I will take off, you know, Christmas day and a couple of days before and after, but I'm still going to be working into the new year. So feel free to, um, 
hop on the website, www.resourceandhealthcare. At the bottom of the homepage is a newsletter sign up. After you sign up for the newsletter, I send out a email just confirming your opt-in. And um, yeah, looking forward to all great things next year. Feel free to email me. My contact information is accessible through the website as well. Um, And take care. All right. Bye.